All right, we are back with another exciting edition of The Buzz. I'm your host, Sherwin, with Gospel Music Buzz. Follow us on all social media platforms, Gospel Music Buzz. Follow us on your favorite podcast app, The Buzz, and Spotify, and everywhere else in which you consume content. But today, we are actually going to be speaking with four-time Grammy nominee, NAACP Image Award winner, Duo the Bayer Project. Welcome to the show, Gene and Marcus. How are you guys doing? You're good. Thank you so much, Sherwin. Yes, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here hanging out with you on this afternoon. And so, yes, we look forward to speaking with you and hanging out with you. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And as we're seeing that shift too, right? Summer is pretty much over because out of this morning, I went outside to take out the garbage and I felt that little chill. I'm like, oh man, I may need to grab a little hoodie grab something so what are you guys looking forward to with this fall now oh i mean it kind of smacked me in the face a little bit today too i went outside and i was like whoa well wait a minute do i need a scarf what is this Mm -hmm. um but i love summer so i always am sad to see it go but i'm not mad at you know being able to sit outside and, and not sweat so (laughs) <laughs> this is this is true, and I saw you guys had a fun time out in uh, Long Island by this Airbnb. It just looked exquisite. Every post, I'm liking it, and I'm like, I need to go to Long Island. Like, I'm sending it to my wife. I'm like, listen, honey, next year we're gonna be up out here, all right? Because this is not it right now. How was that experience? It was amazing. Um, we have some friends that own that. Airbnb, they're their home there. And okay. they invited us to come out a, a while ago, like before the pandemic. And so we were looking for a space where we could just get away for a quick weekend. We didn't have to mm-hmm. fly anywhere or anything like that. And I thought about them. I was like, hey, let's see if we can do it. And it was amazing. We just, it was a perfect way and place to just relax and chill and swim and live your best life. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice and you know and also too I, you know we're gonna touch on the uh on the album in a little bit you know the new album you guys released earlier this month the evening live at uh, apparatus and you know amazing amazing body of work which again is just one of those things you're listening to it and i must say before i even go with my other question is that after listening to uh to that album i don't think i can ever listen to greatest thy faithfulness the same again i mean hearing your version of greatest thy faithfulness i'm like that that is the version for me now i don't want to listen to anything else so i'm just going to put that out there that's all i want to say for now before we touch on the album but i'm also curious in just knowing your story because you know you guys are married you're a couple you're doing business you're doing personal you're doing everything together but what is the story behind how you guys met wow man gene i might have to let you take that question but <laughs> give, give him the short version amen the short version the short he, version he, he tells a story like oh yeah we had a gig and we met and i'm like that's not that's not the story um music brought us together mm. and, and um Basically, I I had to do a a performance for, it was like a showcase, and I needed a drummer. 
And um, I, the guy that I asked to do it was like just flaking out on me. So I'm like, man, I need, I'm gonna get, I have to get somebody else. So I asked a keyboard player, a friend of our, a mutual friend of ours. His name is mm-hmm. Warren, um, out of Philly, and he recommended me to work. So all right, all right. So I'll check him out. And I called him, and we met up. But we, as fate would have it, I guess we met up in front of the Blue Note, which is like you know the legendary. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, but it's funny because I was sitting there. I don't know if I was a little early or if he was a little late. I don't remember. But um, I waited for a little bit and probably because he was driving. So in New York traffic. Mm-hmm. And um, I kept looking for somebody to kind of look like a musician, whatever that is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I looked down and I saw this. He was like super clean cut. And I'm like, nah, that's probably not him. <laughs> but. No shade to musicians. We have a lot of very clean club uh-huh, musicians uh-huh. to say. I was in New York. I, I had something in my head. And I see this guy, and he reaches in his pocket, hands some change to the homeless guy. You know, I'm like, oh, that was nice. And so, you know, a minute or two later, he walks up to me, and I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. And I thought it made a lasting impression. I was like, wow, that was really nice of him. Come to find out a couple months later, he confessed. He fessed up because he said he saw me looking down that direction. So that's what he Look here, I give. give it to the the Bible says to give, and I do give. Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> matter the, the the reason you gave. You're obedient. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one, Marcus. I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. Yes. We got. We got to no, stick no. together. We got to stick together, there, brother. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's that's awesome. That's a, that's an amazing that's an amazing story. <laughs> to talk about your gift making room for you because of that Absolutely. gift that you have, you were able now to connect and now years in. So how long now have you guys been married and how long have you been doing music together? Wow, we have been married since two thousand two. Um, okay. You know, in our prior history, so I came in. Uh, being a jazz drummer, I used to play with a uh, uh, artist named Cassandra Wilson and Kenny okay. Garrett, and I was a member of the Yellow Jackets for some years. And I think, yeah, we got married in 2002. And so I was a part of the Yellow Jackets up until 2010. But even in between that time when we got married, we were working on music and like some production stuff together. And Gene's history of coming out of the R&B group, Jeanne, uh, uh you- Okay. Yeah, coming out of Jeanne. And so I think our first solo project is a project that we produced together. And that was around 2005. Uh, but okay. the crazy husband and wife dynamic is this, is that year when we first got married, there was a mutual friend of ours, that a good friend of ours that said, man, you guys should start, you guys should do something together. Were you playing mm-hmm. drums and she's singing? And I never even thought anything about it. Yeah, yeah. 10 years later, 2014, yeah, that was Oscar Mazzola that said that first. So 2014, he's a visionary. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 2014. You know, I um I was off from touring for a while. It was like more in and out with different people here and there, but I was mostly home. And I said, hey, babe, I really would like to get back into playing drums, which is my first love and passion. Yeah. And I think we should start this band called the Bella Project, which features myself on drums and you singing. And she said, you know what? That is a dumb idea. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. 
That's what the wife said. And so long story short, I okay. said, you know what? Let's go in the studio. You know, we had our first, let's go in the studio. I got it. We're going we're gonna to record. Mm-hmm. We're going to produce this together. And one of our first tunes that we recorded was Greatest Thou Faithfulness. And mm. so for about for about nine months, we played a residency in New York uh, at this place called Smoke Jazz Club, which helped okay. us cultivate our sound and yeah. start discovering who we are and just really walking you know, we love it. We love so many different, there are so many different sides of music to us in terms mm-hmm. of both being uh, pastor's kids. Yeah. Uh, you have the gospel, that, yeah. hymns mm-hmm. in church, but also you have the R&B side and you have the jazz side, you have the soul side and growing up in hip hop. And so my thing was, instead of looking forward to, hey, one day I want to do this kind of record, that kind of record, let's just put everything we love on one record. And that's pretty much been the journey of what our music has has been about. You know, like you said, you like to, you know, like Gospel Buzz put out uh, great content, which is, you know, that has values. And and that's really a part of who we are in terms of how we were raised with family and and love and all that. And so that's really that's what really makes up the Bella Project. And so, yeah. Wow. Is that is that how the story went, uh, Gene? Songs songs of yeah. right? So you yeah, did say yeah, that. Yeah. You did say that. So no, after all, I, I don't know if I said that's a dumb idea. That was another idea for another project that we we did um, okay. that turned out really good. But <laughs> this one, I was like, it's, it's just don't make any sense. I don't. What are you talking about? It makes mm-hmm. no sense. Yeah. So, so that, I'm a very so that, encouraging wife. You see. Yeah. Um, I, I see. I see. A real help me. <laughs> And that was a song on our first on that was our debut record called The Journey, in which mm-hmm. it was it was uh it was our debut record, and we and we do everything on our own. We did it on our own label, Be a Light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that record got nominated for two Grammys. But what's funny is that mm-hmm. it was nominated for Best Jazz Vocal Album, and that was a song right. called Laugh and Move On mm-hmm. that was on uh that was nominated for Best Traditional RB Performance. Yes. And what's crazy about that is is that there's a song on the album called Laugh and Move On. Okay. And Gene didn't want to put that song on the record. And that was the song that was nominated for Best Traditional R&B Performance because it didn't make sense to her. But yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. So if you got a good idea, just run it by Gene. And, <laughs> and <laughs> no. You know, you she gets a no. divine word from the Lord. The Lord tells her no. to tell you no so you can no, keep moving prophetic at all yeah that's a prophetic gift of no but but still went with it though with it i was like yeah uh whatever and um i still went with it wow wow so there's 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 several different uh things there's you guys first you know someone made the suggestion you decided to you know to come together to do this because you're already doing life so why not do music and now, after getting those two nominations from that uh, back in what 2017 with the journey, you guys got those two Grammy nominations. Like, what was that moment like? Just kind of stepping back there, saying, "Hey, you know, we decided to start this, not going into this looking for any of that, but now you got these nominations." Like at that moment, what what are you thinking? It was an amazing feeling. Um, we were just elated. It's like that you're like, ah, you know, because you're working so hard um, yeah. and just pushing, grinding, 
working to create opportunities for yourself. That's really, you know, what it what what it is um, as an independent, particularly. Um, excuse me. And so mm -hmm. to get to that place where it's like we've each been in the business for you know maybe two and a half decades at that point. Um, so it was really a surreal experience, but very real wow. at the same time. Um, and we we're just like, you know, really, really excited and honored because the Grammys is about, you know, a, a jury of your peers, if you will. Um, yeah. you, you have people that are doing what you're doing and are, are voting for you to say, yeah, I think this deserves to, to be there. So um, it, it was just an amazing experience each and every time. And now you're and now in... For me, it was a oh, dream. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm no. saying uh, for me, it was a, I mean, it's always been a dream for that to happen, even when we first started. But, you know, you just take one day at a time in terms yeah. of just, you know, uh, uh, getting your music out here and building and being able to play venues where you, you know, where it starts with trying to put, you know, 50 people in a seat first before you get to these mm -hmm. big venues and, you know, different size venues and everything. It just, yeah, it was, it was a building process. And so it was just a great, um, a great stepping stone of just looking at just being blessed with all the hard work of years prior put into it and into our careers. And just to have that moment happen, like, wow, man, it's, you know, it was really a blessing to be recognized. And then also too, just the fact that now when you're doing all this and getting this, you're doing this together. And you're now doing this and being able to build and receive all these accolades together. So just kind of looking at that from the outside, I'm like, this is this is amazing because, you know, just even thinking about, you know, when everyone looks at, hey, you know, a lot of times we say, I can't work with my spouse. I can't work with my spouse. Like for me, my <laughs> my wife is not as patient. Like she's an independent artist. And sometimes she like, hey, I need you to you know, take some photos or do some something, something. And then like she directs and creatively directs the whole thing. And it gets to the point I'm like, everything I take, she deletes it. It's like, that's not it. That's not it. I'm like, I just can't. I just can't. Yeah. But you guys clearly have found that gel and it's working oh, for you. Let me no. tell you, there's a gel, but trust, we fuss all the time. I'm pretty sure we fussed this morning already at some point. Because yeah. it's like you're constantly you're working together and we do know how to work within each the sphere of each other's strengths. Mm -hmm. um, so like I knew he, that lighting, I was like, let me just go get it right. Because that's just he just not in that space. And then out of the all day looking for that click, clicking everything but it. So he had to come in. OK, this is the one. This is the file. Here it is. So that was like a perfect example of, you know. Um, but we get into it all the time. And in terms of patient, neither of us has much patience, but he is definitely worse. Um, he doesn't like to wait for nothing. He doesn't like to wait for himself. And I know that doesn't even make any sense. But it's just he's so impatient. And I'm not really that patient either. That's not my gift. But, yeah, we, we I would say we're working on it, but we're not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what? It's, I think it's we've that. On another. You, you know what it is, is that I think when you like when we started the Bella Baylor project or just in general, even before then, we have did everything ourselves independently. So we didn't necessarily have I mean, Gene was signed to uh, Motown back in the day and I was signed to a few situations with the yellow uh, to us to a label mm -hmm. with the yellow jacket. So when you have 
certain structures in place from that past history, then a lot of things get done. You know, I'm not going to use the word get done for you. There's a system put in place that certain things yeah. are done. But you, as you know, working with your wife and even what you do with your company, mm-hmm. you know, when you independent and you're doing everything yourself, you have yeah. to have structure and you have to have strategy. And mm-hmm. so it's like you're used to doing everything yourself. And then after a while, you get so used to that, you know, and like right now, it's like like we build out our team with our label and we added you know, different mm-hmm. components. But a lot of times I have to pull myself back and say, no, let that person handle that. You, Cause you yeah. get so used to, cause it's like, okay, I want this done now. It's like, no, let mm-hmm. them handle it. Mm-hmm. So you can focus your mind in this area. And so okay. I think it's, it's just really, uh, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's really just finding the balance of it all. You know, it really is, it's, you know, finding the balance of it. And then now even kind of, you know, transitioning, you know, kind of building and transitioning into this live recording, because at this point now, you know, you guys have been doing this for a while together. You're, you know, received four Grammy nomination and everything looks like it's, you know, heading in the direction where you wanted to head into now. And now you're like, hey, we're going to do this massive live recording. What kind of goes into planning out a live recording of this magnitude because you guys executed exemplary but i'm sure the planning purpose process behind that saying hey we're going to do this for three nights even that and all it was like mind-blowing just to think about it like man how do you keep your voice intact for but just the whole situation like what was that process like just laying all of this out you know it's funny there was zero planning that went into this (laughs) wow we, Marcus had had the idea of doing a live recording at some point, like maybe in a year or something or two, or, you know, we weren't sure, but in our minds, it was going to be like a big thing. And it was going to be a lot of planning, a lot of different moving parts and all this. So we got a call from an amazing company. It's a design firm, mm-hmm. Apparat Studios in New York City. And they were in the process of planning the reopening of their gallery. They create very high-end artistic uh, pieces of furniture mm-hmm. and, and and like rugs, mostly for commercial purposes. Um, you know, they, they may outfit a place like the Rockefeller Center or different things like okay. that. So very high-end stuff. And they were looking to have, because they listened to a lot of 60s jazz music when they were creating the pieces, the line, the collection rather, um, they the the co-owner thought that he would. He said he always imagined that he would create a jazz club. So mm-hmm. they were planning to create a jazz club within the space from their gallery in New York okay. City, and then mm-hmm. a jazz artist, jazz band with a vocalist to come and and play these three nights. So they found us on the Blue Note website, reached out, and wow. we were like. Yeah, absolutely. So they outfitted us in the outfits. They styled us everything. Mm. I mean, it was done wow. to the night. And uh, Marcus said, you know, well, since we're going to be there for three nights, we, he's the idea man. He's like, wait, we should just record it just in case. And I was just like, oh, my God, can we please just, <laughs> just record, record it just in case? It and was a just in case recording. It was just in case. And then he was going to, it was, wow. I was like, can 
can we just go in and just do the show? And because it's all, again, the, the, the life of an independent artist is to always think about how you can create opportunities yes. for whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I was over it. I was like, can we just go in and not spend a bunch of money and just, just perform and then go home? And he was like, well, we'll record it, you know, just in case. Mm -hmm. And once again, wow. I was wrong. But I'm glad we recorded it. And, you know, wow. we came home to see how it came together. And... Um, we had enough to work with to 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 make a live recording so it was just it was one of those things that just kind of happened god dropped it in our laps yeah and and you know it's a blessing and you know i i add what i will add to that is that what i'm realizing is in this season it's like as you're building your business or whatever it is is that really to set things in place it's not that you get a lot of time always to make decisions to plan out everything, but mm -hmm. if your structure and foundation is together, then you can move on a thing. So to really make it uh, to make it simple, like, hey, make sure your 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 scheduling and in, in certain things are together. Your you know if you touring, you got a band, your band is together, or you know you have a way how you conduct your finances, and you know just all those mm -hmm. things. And so when you bring those things together, when a situation comes, it's like, oh, my God, because it was right after the Grammy. So we was tired and exhausted yeah, yeah. from that whole week. But it was like, OK, these this this particular uh, uh, apparatus, they're going to style us. They're going to do this and that. And I said, you know what? Let's just record this just in case. And that's mm -hmm. what happened with the, with the just in case, because we put that record out. This happened in May. And, yeah. and we went right into editing maybe like a month down the road that we actually listened for real and said, man, there's something to this. And so, mm. yeah, so that was, man, that was a crazy fast turnaround with the record just coming out. Like, it seems like the record been out, you know, I, when I think about it, dang, the record has only been out like two or three weeks, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. What, like Enough. September? Yeah, September 2nd-ish. Yeah, so literally, and yeah, it just actually, yeah. Three, three at 21 days, right? At 23rd, yeah, literally three weeks. And I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. It, jazz yeah. Radio Force. Yeah, and I just realized, I just got a message, you know, yesterday about Jazz Radio that it just added it to Jazz Radio and his number. They got added as the uh, fourth album with the most ads, and which is a yeah. blessing. God. And when when I say, you know, when he, when all the, uh, the accolades of the Grammy nominations and the wins and different awards is mentioned, I just want to let people know, most importantly, that we did it, but it can also happen to you. Mm. And when I say it can happen like to you, like we literally was driving back and forth up to New York on the turnpike playing twice a month, three shows a night mm. or like, you know, we would do it biweekly. Mm. And it started with the planning. Everything we did so far was something that we put in place and things that we wanted to achieve. But it just really started with you know, setting reasonable goals for yourself. Yeah. And that's the thing, setting reasonable goals and, 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 and being able to stay with the strategy and the planning of that thing. And just, you know, it's one day at a time, you know, I, of course I would have loved to take the elevator, which is, Hey, boom, we put out this song and the rest is history. Yeah. And God blesses with sometimes there's those moments, but that's not necessarily a formula to live by. And it's like in a lot of ways, we took the stairs. We have been independent since 2005, 
figuring this thing out. So it took us uh, since 2005 to figure out what is our space and our place yeah. within what God has given us purpose. Not, not well, we understood purpose, but just mm-hmm. the music and then the cultivating of our sound and finding that balance of, you know, all this together. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's amazing hearing this, right? Because some, you know, individuals are in this for quite a while. And even those that are now coming into it to hear those words from someone that, you know, from a group that has been nominated for four Grammys, just getting one is such a massive, you know, just yeah. to get that nomination and get that nod, like, hey, you know, we see you, you guys are doing something amazing. But four times over again, and what you mentioned, you know, independent, you guys, you know, did this independent for, you know, for a number of years. And now recently you did a partnership with, with Motown. So after doing it independent for quite a while, just, you know, based on strategy and everything else, you know, what kind of made the shift to say, Hey, you know, I think we can get a lot of value from here. Let's kind of, you know, partner with Motown and that and Capitol records. Yes. You know, um, Marcus always was of the mind that we would do a deal with a company at some point. And we actually did try to early on, um, but it just didn't work out. We tried with the jazz labels. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I guess it just wasn't the time. It didn't work out. Um, so we just continued to put out our albums on our own and yeah. try to market promote to the best of our ability. And we had a conversation with someone and um, just were able to make the connection with uh, one of the executives at Motown Gospel that they were, uh, they liked the Baylor Project. And sometimes you yeah. don't, because we're, sometimes we're so separated by genre, but mm-hmm. you know, we're all connected. And so when we heard it, we we're like, what? They're like the Bell Project. <laughs> Marcus, this is another time. I'm because I compartmentalize. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. And but I've learned when I say he says, Man, we should reach out. No, I don't really make any sense, but okay. Yeah. Um, we reached out and took a meeting and it was just it was easy. It wasn't us wow. pushing, mm-hmm. trying to something happened it was just conversation and like yes we're open we're looking to do different innovative things and um so that's how it came to be and we so we're still independent but we have like it's like a a digital distribution type of situation the marketing thing so we get support in the digital world but we're still extremely hands-on um as a label so it in a way it kind of took our responsibilities up a little bit more um to Initially, you think, okay, we're connected and we can kind of step away from, from things. And it's like, nope, you can't. You have to prove all this stuff. And then, yeah. you know, we still have to drive the the movement forward in terms of expanding mm-hmm. the awareness of the Baylor project and come up with creative ideas of, okay, we need to do this. We need to try to do mm-hmm. that or connect somebody so we can do, you know, something that we haven't done before. So that's how that, that came about. And it's a really cool situation because um, it's new, it's innovative, it's different. It's the cultural connection is there because we grew up in church, but even though we're jazz artists and you know what I mean? It's not, it's not as crazy as it sounds. No, and that's, that's, that's so true. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Marcus. You were going to say something. Oh, no, I was going to say, um, I th- and also too the the key of it is is that knowing how to create value 
And the value of it was this. We mm. we never streamed any of our records. And so oh. we held on to that. Before, oh, really? uh, okay. you know, okay. we might have streamed like a single, a buzz mm-hmm. single. But everybody would say, hey, man, you need to stream your records, this and that. I was like, I just didn't see the benefit of it since I didn't really have a uh, 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 have support behind it. Mm-hmm. And so with that, that's where Motown Gospel came in at. And that's what okay. really helped, you know, being able to get it up on all the DS, DSPs and, and everywhere. Oh, yep. wow. That's, a, that's, that's amazing because I also noticed when I went to your website and it had the option that said uh, the old way <laughs> where you could buy it and get it signed and the new way digitally. I, I, I chuckled at that. I'm like, <laughs> I love I loved it. And I need to make sure I also order my signed copy because I'm all about that signed copy. It's just, there's just something about whether or not you have something to play it or you don't, but it's something about seeing and feeling that physical CD. Maybe I'm dating myself, but kind of yes. through the liner and looking at it. Like I remember we used to be waiting, you know, at Best yes. Buy on Tuesdays. Like, you know, new CDs come out on Tuesday, new DVDs right. on Thursday, and you would be in that line just rushing through that. Right. It, it, it's a beautiful That's thing. It's such... That's how I grew up listening to music, like, well, mm-hmm. vinyl, really, and looking at it and the pictures and and then um, cassettes and all of that stuff, like really opening the CD and, and just, yeah. it was an experience. I wouldn't even listen to it until I had the time to sit down and listen. It wasn't like, oh, just put mm-hmm. that song. Like, no, I want to experience this body of work. Exactly. As it I want to listen to it all the way through. I want to read who wrote the songs and the, who the guests are and who, who played the piano and who, like I knew the people mm-hmm. who played on Anita Baker's record. I understand. You know, it's the thing. Now it's it's so different now where you just, you know, throw it out somebody likes it's oh, the hot track, moving on and just you know ah, but here I, it like, is. <laughs> what do you got? Yes, yes, yes. That that's that's the beauty. That's a beauty right there. It's a whole it's a whole booklet in there. Jen, you have yours right behind you? Is your CD right behind you? And it is. It's actually on my own. Uh, right. Yeah, here. show them that. Oh, oh, yeah, yep, old school credits and booklet and Ah, see, see, you don't see, you don't see that anymore. You don't see that at all. Look, look and at that. apparatus design. They did all the design, artwork, and everything to that. Oh. They did everything. And wow. let's see, be- we be- even have a booklet with oh, just exquisite artwork, where he was so intentional. That that's Gabriel. Oh, wow, he's the okay. co of uh and co-creator of apparatus. Okay, um, and all these folks here come out of the fashion world, so mm. that's why they everything was so intentional about that's how beautiful. they uh, how we looked, you know, the pictures of from the actual event, and it was just a magical experience. They have an amazing gallery in Manhattan, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. so, so they and, just kept. Oh, that's that's more of the band members. Yeah, and. Um, I love this one picture. If I can find it, I probably can't, but <laughs> it's okay. No, so it's they so they just put it up there for those three nights where you guys were there. Is the the gallery still there or the club is still yeah. there? Like yeah. Okay. The gallery. Yeah, the gallery is there. So what they did was so the he built so they were celebrating, like he was featured in LD Core uh magazine. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And so they he does these events every year. And so this year it was like a celebration. And so they did. So he literally built a jazz club inside of his gallery for us to play. And I tell you, the minute we broke down everything, the crew was there to totally tear down the whole jazz club. I was like, wow. Like this was probably the most amazing jazz club wow. and venue that I ever saw in my life. I mean, fresh Chris, what is it, Chris Anthem flowers and jazz. it was just the room and oh, it was amazing. That's, and the, the name beautiful. of the club was is Mums. That's the name of the club. Mm. Anthem Mums. <laughs> Mums. And, and, and I saw I saw he made a statement. I don't remember it exactly, but he made a statement something to the extent of creating experiences like mirages or something that once is there and then it's gone yeah i don't i don't remember paraphrasing but yeah i was like wow that's a that's a beautiful sentiment just to kind of think and then to be a part of that snapshot of that moment in time that if you're there you experienced it but even from the audio listening to it it's like it's taking you back because like it's almost you're feeling like you're literally there and then what's what's which one of the tracks that tenderly when I'm hearing Marcus in the background, I was like, come on, Marcus, you better yeah. make your voice known. <laughs> You're such a mess. <laughs> then on the next one, you were like, you so loud. I was like, come on, Marcus, that's my boy there. <laughs> yes, yes. Come on now, Sharon, you know. <laughs> Beautiful, man. I love, love the connection, the dynamics. And then with the track uh, 2020, you know, on that track, and I want you to touch a little bit on that, you know, before we wrap, but on the track 2020, you know, when you said, uh, Lord, hear my cry, when you sang that, it like, it just gripped the soul and like, you just feel it. I'm like, I listened to it and I just like slumped down in the chair and I'm like, my goodness, it just, talk, talk about that. Wow. Um, you know, 2020, if I remember correctly, the song was written, um, I think, before 2020. <laughs> mm. I think it was written okay. uh, for our album, our second album, Generations. And, you know, the world was just going crazy. It's still crazy. Um, it, it was just um, it was just a very timely piece. Um you know, it, it's 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 kind of like a blues song um, in a prayer, in a prayer, not really blues, rather Negro spiritual. Like on the record, we actually wrote a Negro spiritual <laughs> mm. that precedes the song itself. Um, and the song is more like a blues in, in um, wrapped in a prayer. And it's just kind of telling some of the story of. Um, the struggle that black and brown people go through, have gone through, yeah. not just in America, but in pretty much virtually all over the world. Yeah. And uh, trying to um, just maintain their person, their who they are, and 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 not uh, be overcome with you know the, the the ills of oppression and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was just a very true, timely song. I think it's still a timely song. And at the end, it's really declaring when I know there's some folks that want to go back in time. We're not going back in time. We're only yeah. going forward. And um, that that really was the declaration. You know, mm -hmm. no more. 
we're not nope we're not going back we're moving forward wow. deal with it wow <laughs> go ahead marcus what do you uh like what was your just kind of when you guys put that piece together because that that is just it's almost like a transcending piece when you're listening to it it just it does it does something there's a whole lot of feels there <laughs> i mean man it's it's really i almost feel like it's a it's a cry of our ancestors and just mm. that the history of what we as a people have went through but at the same time of us coming out coming out of all of this and being able to live out their dreams and so it's just like you know um being yeah it 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 represents so much i mean yeah it's just so much that 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 song represents it's 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 a lot yeah it's a lot to unpack in that in that because you know you, you got the journey of you know of you know the things that we are going through daily mm -hmm. And even from the past and history, but yeah. even figuring out how to maneuver and move through that. And we're still victorious and we're still standing strong and, and moving things forward, you know, wow. as a people. Wow. Yeah, no, def definitely. So listen, anyone that has not gotten the album as yet, the physical CD, you know, you can download it. You want to get the physical CD, at least streaming for last, just download this thing pay for it in its entirety not the point zero 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 of the stream y'all support this man I, that's why i love doing interviews and just talking because a lot of time i feel like there's a separation when someone sees the music released but they don't get to hear from the voices of the individual hear their struggles hear their their wins, hear their triumphs, just everything that goes into a song, goes into production. Like there's real people spending real money trying to push a real gift forward just to see some sort of reciprocation in the end. So it's like, it's just, it's beautiful what you guys are doing. It's beautiful that you're doing it together and you're sharing in all of these wins and you're sharing in all this together. And it's just, it's a great thing to to look at. It's it's kingdom based. It's, is biblical and you guys are just navigating through waters and reaching people that you know it's not your traditional gospel traditional r&b traditional soul but it's just a mash of all of that and it's so refreshing and unique that you know i'm just going to be championing you guys from here seeing where everything goes and definitely have to have to come in and see you guys live whenever you play somewhere else in new york new jersey we will be in the space. We will be in the building. Now, share your uh, socials with everyone. Someone wants to, you know, find out when you guys are going to be somewhere. Like, where's the best place to get information? They want to purchase the project. Like, share some contact information. Uh, yes. So on Instagram, we are the Baylor Project. On Twitter, it's Baylor Project, and on Facebook, it's the Baylor Project. And our website is thebellaproject.com where if you want to purchase an autographs limited cd uh copy but we got to send you one personally uh sherwin but uh you. yeah you can go to our website and go there and get it and stay in touch and keep keep supporting you know uh the artists and supporting platforms like this that sherwin is uh providing because there's nothing like just good wholesome uh entertainment and just conversations meaningful 
And so it's truly an honor. This is our actually our first uh, 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 gospel industry uh, in- interview. And so it's an honor to be able to do this Appreciate with you. That. Yeah. Wow. But we love it. We love the Lord. We preach his kids. We pass his kids. And I grew up Pentecostal <laughs> apostolic. Amen. I don't well, think anyone is questioning it. <laughs> but we didn't get out till about not till about when we got out. We got out when God said we get out. And Gene, Gene grew up. Her dad was a Baptist pastor. Well, they got out. Mm-hmm. You know, they got out of the church. Next day. A, a good year. It was one o'clock every Sunday. One o'clock. Yeah, like one o'clock. They was in, yeah. <laughs> That's so bad. That's that's the beauty of the case. I'll tell you this, really apparatus. We've been sophisticated about it. Let me tell you what really I'll tell you this last thing. You want to really know what apparatus was when I heard it? Like I listened to a lot of old gospel records like Edwin Hawkins and Aretha Franklin and all that. Really, Mm -hmm. it was a really three, three night revival. Seriously, Mm. like in terms of the sound quality that I was when I heard it, I said, okay. It's like when you listen to those old Aretha Franklin records, the Amazing Grace, or even the ones in the clubs or the old jazz club albums, mm-hmm. live albums. But then you look at that and listen to like the old, like Love Alive. That's really, that's really what my dream of doing a recording was. To have wow. that feeling of like, you know, them old hardwood floors, although it was carpeted, but it just had that live atmosphere and just, mm-hmm. you know, there's an interaction, you know, and everything yes. was... You know, it was just he kept going between like, well, for the live album, I want to do something like all of this and all that. And you're like, but I really wanted to have like a storefront church vibe. And I'm like, what? (laughs) So, but but that captured so much though. Like, I I love, and then as you were speaking to the audience, like, I'm listening because I listen to a lot of NPRs and stuff, and I'm all about song and that audio feel of it as you're listening, and I'm hearing different parts and i'm like all right yo you gotta clap right here i was like okay he's about to make them clap and then they clap i'm like yes it was just it is such like an audible treat i'm not even just saying that but it's just so so fulling and so filling on so many different levels as you're listening to it there's parts that is gonna grip you and there's parts you're just gonna laugh and then there's other parts that is just going to slow you down. And there's just so many different ways that you can just put it up, kick up your feet and just listen with headphones on and just immerse yourself into it. So I love, love, love the project. You guys did an amazing, amazing job. And once more, just drop your Instagram and website one more time for me. Uh, Instagram is The Bella Project. And Facebook is the Bella Project, and Twitter is Baylor Project, and our website is www.thebellaproject.com. And we also on TikTok as the Bella Project. Come, come on TikTok, come on yes. now. <laughs> and if you want to leave an offering in the seed, Amen. <laughs> God said, "No, I ain't talking about nothing." <laughs> so Listen, soft. y'all, y'all go ahead and bless them real good. <laughs> Gene, Marcus, any final last words? I mean, thank you guys so much for carving out time on this amazing fall day. (laughs) Just in between all your running around just to speak with us. We appreciate you guys so much. Any final words before we go? Just want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening um, to the show and the music. And 
Um, you know, just keep rocking with us musicians and artists. We're yeah. doing our best to put out goodness into the world um, and and uh, support your gospel artists. You know, um, that is a, a calling and um, it's not easy, uh, you know, to kind of stay the course. Um, yeah. You always get the recognition um, that everybody gets. So support support your gospel artists along with um, everybody else and really lift them up um, so that we can keep getting the great music. Good. That's good. That's good. Thank you so much. Marcus, any final words from you? Look here. The, the, the woman of God has spoken and we're just going to leave right. it on her word. Amen. 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 Let the, let the church say amen. Thank amen. you guys so much. <laughs> and again, I'm sure... I'm Sherwin, and this is Gospel Music Buzz. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I'm Jean Baylor. And I'm Marcus Baylor. And we are The, the Baylor, Baylor Project. Project. And you're watching Gospel Music Buzz.